Welcome to Chewing the Fruit. I'm Jules. And I'm Bex. Join us every other Sunday for rants, pants, and all things big girl pants. Bex, how are you? Really, really good. How are you, Jules? Oh, I am wonderful. It was 22 degrees in the west coast of Scotland yesterday. I mean, it's oh my God. day. <laughs> the sunburn. <laughs> Scottish sunburn must have been on point yesterday. Oh, everybody was what we call it, taps off. Taps off. Yeah, it's taps nice off. here as well. So we always start with like a weather chat, don't we? But I feel like buzzing as soon as the sun's out. I feel as if like that's a big part of my personality, talking about the weather. Because I'm like, oh, it's not raining today. Oh, it's nice and warm. Like, literally, Julie's weather channel over here. <laughs> so, today, I'm excited to talk about this one. Really, really common. I think it's going to um, hit home with a lot of people. I know what to do. I'm just not doing it. Yes. We probably each hear this, like, a lot. It's one of the most frequent things I hear from people because... People do have lots of knowledge, and actually a lot of people don't realise how much knowledge they've got around fitness and nutrition, but it is the putting that knowledge into action is where the stumbling block is. Yeah, I would agree. I think most people, when they sort of strip away all the confusing bits Mm -hmm. that, like, marketeers are pushing on them, I mean, um, everybody really understands the basics, don't they? And when you get... To nutrition when you're looking at fat loss it's pretty basic on paper so I don't think there's any real like light bulb moments for people when you're saying a calorie deficit protein get your steps in everybody's kind of singing from the same hymn sheet there aren't they yeah but it's like right so you know what to do why aren't you implementing it yeah and I think that's that's the thing and that's where people come up against that barrier and I think a lot of it has got to do with accountability because well you know how much you get paid in your wages but if the overdraft limit wasn't there and the bank wasn't there to say um you've not got much left you would continue spending you wouldn't stick to that amount of money if there was no accountability i.e the bank telling you how much you could spend so having accountability and someone just helping you keep a check on it is really I think what's missing in that situation it's not a lot of time willpower or motivation or any of that I was gonna say because I think a lot of people put blame on themselves and say like Mm -hmm. I haven't got willpower but even if you look like that example of the bank or like if you look at a workplace if your boss wasn't there asking you you know for deadlines and having a look at your progress and you know, checking the quality of your work, you would procrastinate. Like, it's much easier and probably more of a natural path for us to follow to procrastinate and take the easy route with things. So, like, having, like you say, a bank manager, a boss in the workplace, or a coach when it comes to fat loss, fitness, mindset, is just giving you that extra level of accountability, isn't it? If somebody's going to be watching over my shoulder, seeing what I'm doing... Yeah, and that's, I think, as humans, we don't want to let people down. Now, not that someone not sticking to their nutrition plan or their training plan lets us down, but as humans, that's what we think. If we have told someone that we are going to do something, our natural reaction as humans is to want to do it and follow through with the thing that we promised people we would do. And that's the thing we want to be seen 
by other people to do the things we say we'll do, which is exactly where coaching's a huge benefit. So in terms of like reasons why people don't do it, I sort of jotted a few down, like common ones that come up. So I think for a small minority of people, it is a genuine lack of understanding. So they're really confused. They do not know what a calorie deficit is. They don't understand, um, you know, basic nutrition and things. So there is a lack of understanding there. But, you know, thanks to lots of free content, Google, podcasts like this, it's pretty easy to get the basics locked down, isn't it, of what you have to do. So then I was pondering, right, so why don't people do it? And I think one of the probably biggest hurdles is overwhelm. Mm -hmm. So just literally wanting to do it all at once, wanting to see change, you know, in two, three weeks, giving themselves a task list with 10 things to add in every day, rather than sort of taking those basic baby steps and chipping away towards the goals. So they set these big unrealistic expectations and then obviously life gets in the way they can't keep up that level and then they're going to feel like a failure and you might as well sack it off because they've set this huge bar for themselves that's just not realistic or probably achievable for most people yeah and that was actually i did a post this morning and it was about like four reasons you're not sticking to your nutrition plan and one of them was you've made it too complicated Because I do think as much as there's great resources and free info and everything out there on social media, everybody's saying something slightly different. So people are like, oh, how many steps? So I've got to do these steps. I've got to do these workouts. How many different types of workouts have I got to do? What do I do with my nutrition? And people overcomplicate it. And like you say, give themselves this massive list of all of these things that they have to tick off. And when you don't reach that massively high bar, you're like, oh, never mind, I've ruined it. No. Yeah, because when it comes to food, like I quite often when somebody starts out with me and I'll explain like there's no diet plan, you know, we're just going to learn about food, we're going to eat all the foods we like, still achieve our goals and I'll still get people who message me saying like, can you give me some ideas then for what I'm allowed for my lunch? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, um, I don't know, what do you like for your lunch? A sandwich? Salad? Soup? Like literally that or like we were saying, you, a bowl of Cheerios? <laughs> but people are like looking at smoothie bowls on Instagram, aren't they? Thinking that their diet plan needs to look like that because that's what that fitness model's eating. Whereas I'm like, I can't tell you, you know, give you an idea of what to eat for your breakfast. I can give you some basics, you know, right? Okay, an omelette, but have whatever you want, have what you like. Try and fit within some goals, but keep it, keep it simple within your lifestyle, isn't it? Like within your budget, within your time management like we haven't got time to make perfect smoothie bowls uh, do you know and that's the thing i set up a couple of new members yesterday and in their notes on their plan i've got we start with how you eat now and then we tweak that because that's the easiest simplest most sustainable way to do it but what do you like to eat right so let's take what you eat now normally and we could maybe add some more protein to it. We could make a wee tweak to add more fiber. But yeah, don't overcomplicate it. You don't have to overwhelm and change absolutely everything that you do now to be successful. Yeah, I think overwhelm and overcomplication is one of the big things that stops people actually doing what they're intending to do. And because of that like complicated messaging out there, it's super simple sometimes. And Pete, why don't you tell someone? They're like, all oh, right. Mm-hmm. So I was chatting to somebody, a couple of girls the other day, and we were talking about protein. And they're like, well, how do you get more? 
And I said, well, right, for instance, today I picked up a prawn salad from Asda, which was normally had a bit of protein in. So then, then I picked up a packet of squeaky bean chicken and I chucked it into the salad and then I ate my dinner. And they were like, oh, wow. Like, And I'm looking thinking, well, that's like super simple, isn't it? I just chucked a packet of cooked meat into my salad. But people do overcomplicate it. So, yeah, I'd say, first of all, Keep it super simple, as simple as it can. And like you've said, go off what you're already doing and then look to make a few little adaptations rather than try to start from scratch building a new diet plan. Yeah, completely. And I also think another one of the reasons why people don't do what they know they can do is there's no time limit on it because you could start tomorrow, the next day, next week. Whereas, for example, someone like you're... Six weeks summer sizzler, for example, start yeah. a specified date and runs for a specified period of time for six weeks. So then you have got everyone starting together, it's time bound. And that is one of the things of setting goals, make it time bound. So having a start date that someone is holding you accountable to and a set period of time that you're working to that someone's checking in with you makes such a big difference because, well, you know what it's like if... For example, go back to the office situation. If you finish at five o'clock on a Friday, what are you doing at four o'clock on a Friday? You're getting everything finished so that you can be out that door at five o'clock. You don't sit there at four o'clock, I don't know, browsing on Amazon. You get the work done because you have got a time limit on it. And I think that's another reason why people don't achieve the goals that they know they can because there's no time frame. Yeah, I think that's why people are probably more successful in the short term when they've got an event in mind, isn't it? So, like, if you've got a bride who's got a wedding in mind, she'll go absolutely ham on it, won't she, till she achieves that goal. Um, but you've got to sort of find somewhere in, bet in between because if you are just focused on one event rather than, like, long-term lifestyle sustainability, then there is that risk that after the event, you're mm -hmm. just going to binge and go back to how you were. So, absolutely to, like, time frames, committing to set times, but also looking at how you're going to maintain it and, and be sustainable after that time frame in terms of it's all right getting to your results in it, but then it's how to maintain them afterwards. Which is where I think it's really good to have a coach because a coach is always going to help you level up. So you set a short-term or a medium-term goal, you get to that, and then the coach is like, right, how do we improve on that? How do we get to the next one? And a coach, as we'll do with all of our clients, there'll always be another thing to achieve or another milestone or another goal. And we keep people working on that continuous improvement and that sustainability while working on those short-term time-bound goals. Yeah, because you and I have a coach, don't we? We have yeah. the same coach. We've got a business mentor. And I see it like I know how to run my business day-to-day. -day. I've been successful before... Emma was my coach, but I knew I needed someone to, like you say, give me deadlines and timeframes, also to help me. The way I see a coach, I guess, is sometimes you're overwhelmed, you're in like a maze and you can't see your clear path out, the yeah. easiest path out. The coach is the person standing in the little watchtower looking down and saying to you, well, if you just take that right and take that and then just keep moving a little bit, you'll get to your goal. So I think... Well, in all areas of life, whether it's fat loss, whether it's fitness, whether it's us in terms of business, having that like clarity and other perspective is like invaluable, isn't it? To help keep you focused and moving forward. 
Yeah, and like you say, a lot of the time, because you are in the journey and you are so close to it and it's your personal journey, it's really hard to see a lot of the time where you're going, especially if you get stuck at an obstacle. And a coach or a community around you, they're really there to help you like reframe those situations. And a lot of the time, we don't give ourselves enough credit for the things we have achieved. But a coach will help you reframe those situations, look at your achievements and help you keep moving forward. And normally, like Emma helps us with business, she's a good few steps ahead of us on this journey. So where we are now, she has been there and she can use her experience to say, yeah, I understand how you feel. I get the challenge that you're facing here's a couple of different ways we can resolve it. And I think that's very much us helping fat loss and fitness clients because we've been in those situations. We've helped lots of people out of those situations, help people to continue to make progress. And we can use that wealth and knowledge of years of experience to help people keep moving forward on their journey. Yeah, because even when we're saying like some people know what to do, for some people, what to do needs to change at some point. You need to change the, you know, where you're doing it. You need to adapt things slightly. So having a coach when it comes to fat loss specifically, where, you know, we've got so much experience behind us, I can come up with things that they wouldn't have even thought of. Like, oh, I know why this is happening to your body. This has happened to 50 other clients I've had in my career, and this is what we did to fix it. If I wasn't there to say, don't panic, this is normal, this is what we're going to do, they'd have definitely thrown the towel in because they'd have said, well, I'm doing everything I'm supposed to be doing, and for whatever reason, I don't know, my weight's plateaued or I'm not seeing progress in the gym or whatever. Whereas we can go in, can't we, and look from a place of experience and go, well, I know why this is happening to you, and this is what we need to try for the next four weeks. So it's having that clarity and perspective as well, like you said, that comes from years of experience. Yeah, and I think it's that reassurance as well. Like, we'll have had these conversations with lots of people that come to us with an issue, and we're like, oh, I understand, did X, Y, and Z also happen? And they're like, yeah. How, yeah. how, do, you, how did you know? And you're like, because that happens with everyone, because that's that's how the process works. And they're like, oh, well, I thought that was just me. And you're like, no, that happens with everyone. And people feel reassured, and they're like, oh, yeah. really, I'm not doing anything wrong. I'm doing exactly what everyone else does, all of these other successful people that I can see. And it's that someone to guide you and reassure you that it's just invaluable. And without that is why a lot of people know what to do, but they just don't do it. And and like we say, it's not about willpower, is it? It's not because you're lazy. It's not because you just haven't got the willpower or the discipline. It's because you need that support, accountability. You need experience. People, I think, overestimate it. And sometimes I'll say, if you've got like a medical condition, you'll go to a doctor. You'll want their help, experience to move forward with it. You know, if you're struggling with fat loss and nutrition, really, you need a coach to help you understand, move forward. And one thing I think is like a common theme for, you know, knowing what to do, but not actually doing it is um, not doing the kind of deep dive on why it is that you want it. So with my clients, we always start with, so why have you signed up? Oh, so I want to lose fat. Right. Why do you want to lose fat? What does that mean? How is your life going to be any better if you lose fat? And a lot of the time, it can be really surface level with people at first. And you mm-hmm. think, 
you've been dieting for 20 years and you don't actually understand why. Yep. You you don't have an answer for me other than, well, because uh, I just want to be a size 10. Why? Why? <laughs> we really need to dig in and, and understand the why, because I suppose I always say to the girls, if you don't connect with that, on the days it's hard because it's pitting down and it's cold and, you know, you can't be bothered going and getting your steps in. If you don't connect to your reason why, you're not getting out of bed to do it. Yeah. You need that fire in your belly, don't you? If this is how my life's going to be better if I do these things. Yeah, and that's the thing. The number on the scale does not light a fire enough for anyone to get out in the rain and do your steps. But if you have dialed it down and you've uncovered it and you've peeled that onion of why, maybe it's because you want to be healthy for your kids and run about with your kids. That's motivating. That's going to keep you going on the hard days that you're doing this for your kids. Just to see the number drop on the bathroom scales isn't a motivating enough reason to keep you connected to this journey. So yeah, think- sometimes you don't really know why till you start either. So like I shared it this morning, one of my clients has messaged me saying she just ran up the stairs for a lipstick, and that I mean I was laughing at that because this woman, right, she could sell lipstick. She's always got this beautiful like ruby red on. She'll take an absolute beast in. It hasn't smudged a dot. <laughs> she said, uh, I was running up the stairs this morning for my lipstick. And she said, and it dawned on me that I wasn't hobbling. My knees don't hurt anymore. And she so she messaged me saying, I just want to thank you. And I thought, I bet now that will be one of her motivations. Uh-huh. That she's now not in pain. Whereas when she started with me, the motivation was fat loss. And I thought... That's got to be one of her reasons why she's going to carry on with this. Yeah, because, I mean, compare those two things. So if you look at the scales and the scales say you're 10 pounds later versus running up your stairs and being in zero pain, I mean, that's major. Yeah, that's a real connection, isn't it, of, like, I can feel progress and it's making... And and I'm going to carry on because it's making my life better. It's going to continue to... So, yeah, I think that's a big one. People just getting stuck into the next plan and the next plan without actually understanding why they're doing it. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a really good point to consider. So, yeah, I would think if you if you feel as if you know what you're doing, but you just don't do it, think about things like, do you have the right level of support? Do you have a coach keeping you accountable? Are you making it too difficult? Are you connected to your why? Why you actually want to achieve this like think of all of those things as opposed to oh I just don't have willpower because it's very nearly that yeah and I think before we wrap it up I just wanted to touch on something you briefly mentioned you mentioned community yeah and I think a huge reason women don't go after it and actually achieve their goals is because they feel alone doing it and um when you don't feel part of something and supported, it's like walking through treacle when everybody mm-hmm. around you isn't on the same page as you. Maybe like your kids are eating different meals and your partner's not trying to lose fat or, you know, doesn't care about getting steps and things in and your friend's idea of, you know, a day out is go to the pub. You're going to really struggle. You're going to feel lonely, isolated. You've got nobody to sound off when, you know, days are hard. So I always think community... I mean, we're going to raise about it. We've both got communities, haven't we? But we can see the impact on them. And like we can see how amazing they are. It changes people's lives when they feel part of something. 
Yeah, and it's the knowing other people that are going through the same thing that you're going through. It's being able to share a win and have other people celebrate it with you. It's being able to share a struggle and have other people help you. And I genuinely think as much as you and I know tons of stuff about nutrition, about fitness, I can be pretty certain for my members and yours, the community and the support is probably the best part of what we offer. And having that community support and accountability is definitely, I think, one of the most vital parts of your journey. Yeah. So what I would say to anybody listening who this is resonating with and they're thinking, well, I know what to do, but before this, maybe they were thinking, I just don't have the willpower. I just don't ever do it. Re, like rethink and have a look at coaching mm-hmm. in whatever capacity, because Jules and I both invest fairly substantial sums of money in our coaching, don't we? Because yeah. it is invaluable in terms uh-huh. of how it helps us make progress and move forward with our business. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the difference. Yeah, it's investment. It's literally a no-brainer. Yeah. So especially if you've spent years and years and years not achieving your goals, it's maybe time to kind of look at a different approach. Yeah, and get someone on your side and have someone on your team. And I think this is maybe what people misunderstand with coaching a lot of the time. If you are working with Bex and I as your coach, we're joining your team. It's team you, and it's about your progress and your journey. And we are there as part of your team to improve your life, to help you on this journey, to help you achieve all of the things that you know you are capable of achieving. Absolutely. And I think when you're invested, like we are as coaches, their goals become your goals, don't yeah. they? You're that invested in them. You're like, this is what you want. This is what I want for you as well. So we're uh-huh. going to work together to make sure you get there. Um. So, yeah, I don't think there's much else to say on it. If you are struggling to get it done, you're not alone. You're in, you know, company with thousands of other people listening in who are going, yeah, I know what to do, but I'm not doing it. But hopefully maybe we've give you a bit of food for thought in, in a new way, a way forward. Yeah, and if you want to chat about what we can do to help you as coaches, reach out to Bex and I on social media.